Thank you for downloading this Downtown Hope Sermon Podcast. We're a faith-based community in the city of Annapolis, Maryland, orienting our lives around Jesus and exist to see the people of our city, region, and world thrive with the hope found in His gospel. Now, please enjoy the Sermon Podcast. So glad that we can uh, fellowship, <clears throat> greet one another, pass the peace. Uh, again, I want to welcome you as we uh, begin a new series. We're following the common lectionary, <clears throat> excuse me, we're following the liturgical calendar. And so we now find ourselves in Advent, as was said earlier, it's over the next four uh, Sundays leading up to Christmas Eve. We're going to just focus in on uh, what the scripture says about the Advent of Jesus. And as I'm up here, Tony, I'm trusting you to keep an eye on me to make sure I don't get too close to the flame. Uh, I'll burn myself. Jed told me to bring the heat, but uh, I got to be careful. Uh, so as we look at it, it simply means arrival. Okay, and, and we, we hear this term in other areas. It's an advent of a new day. So advent means arrival. And in the case of Christmas, we celebrate the arrival of Jesus, the greatest gift ever given to the world. So during Advent, we ready our hearts, we prepare our hearts to receive the truth of Jesus, to receive Christ into our lives. And there's this season over the next four weeks where there's this, there's this waiting, right? So we're going to journey with Israel on waiting. And so whether you're here waiting on something, Advent, so you might be waiting on a resolution, waiting on a diagnosis, waiting on a relationship to be healed, waiting for breakthrough or, or rescue. Friends, over the next four weeks, God has a message of hope for you. And this morning, we find ourselves in Isaiah chapter 55. As we read this passage, here's the big idea. Our hope is satisfied in God. As you find yourself here this morning hoping for something, I want to suggest to you that our hope is satisfied in God. I want to read Isaiah chapter 55. I will be reading uh, the entire chapter. It will be on the, I used to say screen, it will be on the wall behind. Um, but if you have your Bibles, open up there. And if you don't have a Bible, there are Bibles on the tables throughout the space. Grab one of those. It is our gift to you. <clears throat> Isaiah 55. It says this, Come, everyone who is thirsty. Come to the water, and you, and you without silver, come buy and eat. Come by wine and milk without silver, without cost. Why do you spend silver on what is not food and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and you will enjoy the choicest or the richest foods. Pay attention and come to me. Uh, listen so that you will live. to the peoples and leader and commander for the people so you will summon a nation you do not know and nations who do not know you will run to you. For the Lord your God, even the Holy One of Israel, has glorified you. Verse 6, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call to him while he is near. Let the wicked one abandon his way and the sinful one his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord so he may have compassion on him. And to our God, for he will freely forgive. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways. This is the Lord's declaration. For as heaven is higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For just 
as rain and snow fall from heaven and do not return there without saturating the earth and making it germinate and sprout and providing seed to sow and food to eat. So my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. Verse 12, you will indeed go out with joy and peacefully and be peacefully guided. The mountains and the hills will break into singing before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush, a cypress will come up and instead of the briar, a myrtle will come up. This will stand as a monument for the Lord, an everlasting sign not be destroyed. This is God's word. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for gathering us this morning. Thank you for your word. May we find satisfaction in you today. May our hopes, our dreams, all that we desire, may it find resolution in you, Lord. Praise in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So as we begin our Advent series, I want to just ask you a question. Think about what, 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 what are you hoping for today? If you could just write it down, if you could think, what, what is burdening your heart? What are you hoping for? What are the things that weigh you down? I'm sure if you often that people around you will have a plan for fixing it, right? We, we know those people. You share your ideas, you share your hopes, your dreams, and they have a plan for fixing things. If it's not friends, it's family members. Everyone has a message to fix our problems. If we go at the macro level, if you look at the problems that, are, are, that we face as a country nationally, our, our political leaders, they have a message of today on how we can fix things. So we begin our journey in Advent over the next four weeks. For those of you that have uh, uh, hope locked, on, locked up on the inside, Journey with Israel this Advent season. Israel, they were the people of God. And life was supposed to work out for them. They find themselves on the wrong side of things when we come to the prophecy of Isaiah. They're coming out of exile. They are away from home. And in many ways, for the people of God, it must have felt like they were a failure. Isn't that what it feels like sometimes when we're hoping for something, when things don't quite work out? Doesn't it sometimes feel like, man, did I mess up? I, I thought this was going to work out in my favor, but it's like maybe I did something wrong, and it's quite possible that maybe I'm a failure. That is the context for the people of Israel coming out of exile. And then the prophets begin to proclaim a message of hope. The prophets say, that they had not been forsaken, the people of God had not been forsaken amid political turmoil, during exile, in the midst of pain and suffering. The message of the prophets was clear. God was with them. Even in their darkest nights, wandering in the wilderness, suffering, pain, God was with them. And if this was the case, then there still could be hope. And so, friends, this morning, this Advent is for you. And so in your time of despair, in your time of exile, the same message for Israel many years ago is the same message for you this Christmas. Friends, there is hope. You see, the story of Advent is an invitation 
to hope once again. So as we read Isaiah chapter 55, did you hear the invitation? Isaiah 55 verses 1 to 3 says, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Did you catch that? If you don't have money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Verse 2, why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Reading Isaiah chapter 55, I was reminded of a, a, a saying I've heard oftentimes in my life. It's this, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Right? Anyone hear that before? No such thing as a free If you want to eat, you better go get some money and buy something to eat. So as we read Isaiah chapter 55, two, two questions. How can you buy money? Buying to eat that which is not real food, then what is the real food and how do I get it? How can I buy without money? And if what I do have isn't real food, what is real food and how can I get it? We just spent the past uh, couple of months in the book of Revelation, uh, a great time as a church family walking through the scriptures. And last week we brought the book to a conclusion. And do you remember how the book ended? Right in Revelation 22, it says, The spirit and the bride say, Come. Let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires to take the water of life without price come. And so here we have in the Hebrew Scriptures and in the New Testament, we have this invitation to come to the waters. Not just in the last book, not just in Isaiah. You see this throughout the Scriptures. For example, the women of Samaria, Jesus says to her, I have water to drink. That if you drink, you will never thirst again. Why do we see this invitation throughout the scriptures? Why is this invitation given to you perhaps today? I believe Jeremiah gives us insight. Jeremiah 2, verse 13. Jeremiah says this, My people have committed two evils. Therefore, say fountain of living waters and have hewed out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. So Jeremiah begins to give us a sense of why this invitation is so important. We get a sense for buying things that do not satisfy. You read the scriptures and it's summed up in the word, word idolatry. Friends, anything else besides God does not truly fill us and is not really food. And so we're hoping, where do you go to when you're in despair? Who are you turning to? In those seasons where it seems like things are not making sense. Why are you buying their food? Why are you eating from them and drinking from them? Isaiah calls on the people of God to return to God. And in doing so, it brings something we don't need to purchase. We return to God the gift that God gives it's best summed up in the word shalom, peace, flourishing, thriving. Friends, in those moments of despair, Isaiah is saying to the people of God, return to him and let him satisfy your desires. May I suggest the same to you, that if you're hoping desperately for something, 
but food, wine. No, when you read these words, he says, come, come receive water, receive food. He talks about bread. What, 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 what do you think he's inviting you to? He says, come bread, food, there's wine. What, what is he inviting you to? Feast. Feast. Th- who said Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving, yes. He's inviting you to a table for a feast, for celebration. At the end of this passage, it talks about joy, friends. That is the satisfaction that God offers us today. It's an invitation to a feast, to a table, to a party. That invitation, that's why we find satisfaction in him. Water, food, wine, milk, bread. Anyone here like water? Yes. I wish it said coffee, right? You wish it said coffee. I know some of you. You, you wish it said come drink coffee. Then, then, so if I ever write a version of the Bible, I'm going to put that in there for you. But water satisfies. Water quenches your thirst. Food, wine. When, when you read scriptures, wine typically re- represents joy. Right? So, so think about this. It's an invitation to find joy in him. Milk, that which brings sustenance. Like a, the question is, are we pursuing God in such a way that we are filled with his joy? Are we pursuing God in such a way that we are nurtured by God and rely on him like milk for an invitation? Friends, that's the invitation this Advent. Come to him. Statement of buying water, wine, and milk according to the, to the rabbis. It's a metaphorical statement concerning the teachings of God, the Torah. In other words, when they read Isaiah chapter 55, the rabbis say, it's an invitation to feed upon the word of God. It is only the word of God that satisfies every human longing. And only God can meet every need. Friend, that is an important thing to embrace this morning. I often find find myself in need of God's word. I find myself, like I was thinking about it this week, just just with the responsibilities and the burdens that, that I have to carry, right? I think about the, my, my immediate family, the folks in Annapolis. I think about my, my father in Silver Spring. I think about my extended family that's in Ghana. I think about my in-laws. I think about my cousins. I think about the burden of serving this local body. And at times, I find myself in despair. Like, how in the world can I, can I handle all of this? And then my heart's to sink. And in those times of despair, I hear that invitation to come and feed upon his word. I was thinking about that this week, just, just in the context of Thanksgiving and just everything going on. Just like, Lord, wow, this is a lot. And I remembered Psalm 19. It says, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. Friends, if your soul needs reviving this morning, it is found in God's word. The testimony of the Lord is true, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. And so in those moments, those dark nights of the soul, much like the people of Israel to whom Isaiah is speaking to, I 
come to the waters to drink. And that truth isn't just for me. This is good news that is available to all. Friends, the gospel is available to all. Did you say, come on, everyone come. And so the Lord calls on anyone and everyone to turn as the one who can provide and satisfy our needs. And he says, do so without money and without price. Friends, come to the table, come to the Lord, drink from him. And so the gospel is not only open to all, but it is graciously given. We'll do that in a few moments where Jesus says that his body is offered to us. We drink from the cup. And so every moment we have an opportunity to come to the table, we're reminded of what Christ did because Christ gave himself to the Lord, uh, to God. We can now come to him. And so how do we respond to this invitation? Isaiah 55 verse 6 says it simply, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Here's how we find satisfaction. He says, let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And so how do we respond? We return to the Lord. And in so doing, the Lord promises or assures us compassion, assures us forgiveness. And so for the people of Israel coming out of exile, wondering, am I a mistake? Am I a failure? Did I get it wrong? Isaiah says, return to us. I was saying earlier, rescuer. Do not beat yourself up because things aren't working out the way you thought. Isaiah once again says in this passage, God's thoughts and his ways are not the same as ours. So God's intention is to rescue us. And the people of God then are assured they will be restored. And we too have that same assurance that we too can be restored. How? Through Jesus. God brings restoration through Jesus. I want to invite our band back up. I've been a few moments uh, as we begin Advent just uh, reflecting on on the areas that we need restoration. And that same invitation to come to him, I just want to give us pause to just uh, pray that to the Lord. Lord, I give this to you, those places I'm deeply hoping for, needing restoration. I pray that over the next four weeks, we would feast upon God's word and may our joy be satisfied in him. And so let's pray. Spend a few moments, those areas of despair, those areas of deep pain, the things we are hoping for. Uh, may we hear the voice of the Lord say, come to me. And in so doing, ask our burdens upon him. And may we develop the habit of just feasting on his word daily.
pray that over the next four weeks as we place our hope in you, may we see your work of restoration in our lives, in the life of this city, in the life of the many peoples in this world, Lord. Father, you know our brokenness, you know our pain, you know what we are hoping for this morning. So we lay that at your feet as we hear this incredible invitation to come eat, to drink, to feast, to buy without food. And so graciously you've given to us, Lord. And so we want to spend the next four weeks just journeying with the people of God as they place their hope in the Messiah to come, as we celebrate the Messiah that has come, but also look forward to the, the, the advent, the second advent of our Lord Jesus. And so, Lord, we journey and we respond to this invitation. Praying this in Christ's name. Amen. Isaiah. Thank you. 